Hi everyone, welcome back to Up the Frequency. It's your host Noor. Uh, today's episode is my bio episode. Uh, it's just an opportunity for me uh, to tell my listeners a little bit more about who I am and my motivation behind creating this podcast and the important events that took place in my life that got me to this very moment. Um, so I'll start off. I guess by explaining the inspiration behind the name of the show. And um, I called it Up the Frequency because I came across this interesting quote from Nikola Tesla, where he says, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And, um, you know, everything in that we know is made of energy and you know energy um, emits vibrations and so raising the frequency of those vibrations and keeping them high uh, is a kind of way that we can stay uh, upbeat and positive um, in the perception of the lives that we lead and um, this, this show, my motivation behind creating this podcast is kind of a manifestation of embracing that view. I want to become a person where I am more positive and enthusiastic about the life I lead and, and the events uh, that happen in my life as they arise, but not just be positive about about my life, but also be proactive uh, about creating um, and achieving goals in my life that I want to achieve. So taking things as they come with gratitude and positivity, but also having faith in that I can create the life that I want to create. And that's all about, you know, and that's linked to, um, I guess, raising your frequency, raising the vibrations of the energy that you emit. And um, hopefully, you know, that resonates. I want that to resonate with uh, whoever is listening. Uh, I want to create a space where um, people that feel like, you know, they've been emitting lower frequencies and vibrations towards the lives that they lead have a place where they can come and... um, try to become more uh, optimistic about um, their own lives. Uh, if, if that was an outcome of this, you know, this podcast show, I would be very, very happy. So, so that's the motivation behind the name. <laughs> um, I'll tell you a little bit more about me. So my name is Noor Shahabuddin. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Uh, it's Arabic in origin. I am a Lebanese-Canadian, 24 years old, living in Toronto. I studied economics at the University of Toronto, graduated in 2015, and I've been working as a research assistant slash economist in various capacities over the last three years. Um, Now, over the last year, I decided to, uh, that I wanted to continue my education And so I applied to a bunch of grad schools uh, or graduate programs in economics. Um, And I also applied uh, to the two law schools 
in the city of Toronto. And as much as I enjoyed economics, I've always kind of been driven uh, or intuit in, in my intuition has kind of always drawn me uh, towards studying the law. And the reason for that is because, is because um, I've always been kind of emboldened and passionate about social justice and uh, human rights. Um, and I think that's, that comes from the Lebanese side of me, uh, the Arab side of me, uh, going to the Middle East uh, and just kind of seeing the political corruption that occurs in that region of the world, um, the injustice inflicted on people that have no bearing on why uh, this kind of they that they have to live with this form of injustice and um, the the human rights violations that are so pervasive across across the region. There are things that have always kind of weighed on me and influenced my understanding and my interpretation um, of of the world around me. So um, in my in my spare time, uh, I like to write articles uh, that are um, related to social justice and human rights. Um, I did that for a youth magazine for a while voluntarily while I was in university. Um, I was a voluntary editor for. Uh, a news network that you know placed a lot of value on an emphasis on um, you know seeking uh, seeking the facts and the truth and kind of speaking uh, to the story of justice so it's always been something that's been part of my personality and um, I've always been drawn towards the st studying the law because of that and so what ended up happening to me over the last year was that um, I ended up getting a fantastic offer uh, to go to grad school at one of the Ivy League schools in the United States to study economics, which at first I was very excited about and I was enamored by the possibility of attending this Ivy League school. Um, but at the back of my mind, I was just kind of waiting uh, for the two law schools in Toronto to get back to me. And um, in the end, I, had, I ended up getting, reje getting rejected from both. And it was a moment where I felt a sort of uh, failure and weakness and almost defeat. And um, it got to my self-confidence. It, it really, really did. And what worried me even more is that now that I didn't get into the to law school, I failed to get into law school, I thought, wait a minute, am I, am I just going to go to this Ivy League school because I, I didn't really get what I wanted? And is that fair? Is that right? And that just kind of felt disingenuous to me, uh, like I was kind of lying to myself. And so my gut told me, don't do it. <laughs> and so what I ended up doing instead uh, is I decided to take a leap of faith. 
and um, I let go of the offer from the Ivy League school. Uh, I left work. This all happened um, in the fall of, of 2017, and I decided to uh, retake the LSAT because after speaking to the law schools, um, I realized that that was the major factor that was holding me back. Um, not to mention the small application pool that I decided to restrict myself to. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so I decided to study for the LSAT, work on my applications, you know, write some killer personal, personal statements and basically go to law school because that is what I wanted to do and I, I was not willing to compromise on that. I was, I realized why should I settle? Even if it means kind of letting go of a lot of things. Um, I decided to stop work because I wanted to maximize the amount of effort I could put in in order to secure the goal and the objective that I wanted to achieve, namely getting into law school. Um, and I also let go of that offer from the Ivy League school. So the stakes felt pretty high and um, I just ended up putting a lot of pressure on myself to succeed and I felt after you know coming out of that feeling of failure uh, of getting into law school and then compromising by letting go of you know my financial independence for some time and from a you know a limited offer that not that many people have the chance to access at one of the best universities in the world um, I put a lot of pressure on myself and I kept telling myself, you know, you can't fuck up. Failure isn't an option. And oddly enough, that actually created um, a lot of fear and anxiety and stress in my mind. And it was a very, very unhealthy state of mind to be in. Um, so, and what's funny is that you know, when you experience physical pain, you see the manifestation of that pain visually, whether it's an injury or a bruise, blood, um, and you're very quick to react as a result of that. But when you experience emotional pain or some sort of mental health issue, at least I found in my experience over the last couple of months, I didn't want to deal with it because in my mind, I was like, no, I don't have a problem. I'm fine. All that mental shit, it's just going to sort out in my mind. Uh, all that fear and anxiety I'm feeling uh, about this like leap of faith that I took, it's just it's all that shit's going to sort itself out and I don't need to deal with it. And the funny thing is, is that that was such an <laughs> unhealthy way to look at the problem. And so lots of fear and anxiety, these emotions, they started to like percolate and, and uh, grow in my mind. And what ended up happening is I kind of went through like a so-called anxiety episode and it's something I've never been through in my life. Um, it wasn't great. Uh, there were moments where I really felt like weak and defeated and that I was gonna fuck everything up. <laughs> and it really, really got to my self-confidence. Now, the funny part is that 
after all was said and done and I wrote the Elsa and uh, it's all over now and I've actually got a couple offers from law schools and I'm really happy and I'm in a good place uh, so I feel like I'm stable enough to kind of look back and try and understand what really happened um, to me at least on the mental level um, so it was just a very interesting experience and this podcast is my way of dealing with that emotional slash mental experience because like I said I I find that we don't place enough emphasis on understanding our emotional and mental state uh, we're not quick to react uh, to that and sometimes being fearful and anxious and stressed can really hold us back from unlocking our potential and that's a big lesson I learned is that you know how much weight can we put on these emotions of fear and anxiety and how justified are they because if they're justified it's not worth it to let them hold us back and for some time I really felt like they did and so what I want to do with this podcast is I want to understand first from an evolutionary psychology perspective how the emotions of fear and anxiety arise in us how much should we trust those emotions and how do we deal with them when they arise and what are the most productive ways that we can use these emotions in order to channel them towards something productive and efficient and useful with the end goal uh, being that we are more we are braver uh, more courageous and more confident versions of ourselves at least that's what i'd like to achieve and whoever for whoever else is listening out there um, that has gone through some form of anxiety i hope that this could be a place for you to kind of achieve that too and nothing would make me happier um, than having that kind of outcome for myself and for others as a result of this podcast. So, um, I'll just recap here. Uh, there are three things I'd like to achieve with this show. One, understanding the emotions of fear and anxiety uh, and how they arise at both the conscious and subconscious level. Two, um, when they arise, how uh, do we deal with them? And then three, once we've dealt with them, how can we channel them towards becoming uh, more uh, uh, courageous, brave, and confident versions of ourselves? And I find that as a woman, um, I feel like women are conditions, conditioned to be uh, more fearful uh, beings uh, in society. Uh, I suspect that that's a product of, you know, so-called gender roles and societal expectations that have been imposed and reinforced uh, over the last few centuries. Obviously, there's no, I have no grounding for that. It's just an observation um, I've made. Uh, but obviously, it's something I'd like to delve into with academics and professionals in the field that might have more answers um, or explanations towards this topic um, and it's something I'd like to cover in one of my upcoming episodes for the season.
for this season. So yeah, I'm really excited to start this journey. Uh, I really hope that you are too. And um, please remember to like and to subscribe to my show. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, I'd be more than happy to hear them. So please feel free to email me at upthefrequency, that's up with two Ps, <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon and to getting started. So uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.